And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live here on this Monday. We start off another week here on KLEB with a fun, fun episode of play-by-play. In the next segment of the show, we're going to Brian Colley for his usual Monday interview. Then the segment after that, Matt Plitt of the E.D. White baseball team. Boy, we've got some baseball to chat about with you guys South Lafouche sweeps the weekend. Central Lafouche sweeps the weekend. Thibodeau sweeps the weekend. On and on and on. Just great baseball. E.D. White actually lost two of three to Ascension Catholic, who's a team that's excellent. Then we've got Derek Carr going to the New Orleans Saints. We'll talk about that in hour two of the show around 12-15. We've got our W's and our L's, and we've got some picks to hammer down. But we've got the Chief in the studio today. Truck is in the house. Truck, what's good, my friend? How we doing? Hey, bo- good morning, uh, Casey. Am I on? Yes, I'm on. Yep, yep, we got you, yep. man. Uh, the, yesterday, I, I I went to uh, Rouse's mm-hmm. in La Rose, and outside the front door was this little uh, kid with uh, a couple of parents making uh, selling what I thought was Girl Scout type cookies, but uh, it's a little fundraiser. They're raising money to go to Dallas and. They're, they should be calling in. I asked them to, uh, to call in, but it's the Fighting Knights. The Fighting Knights. Bigtimehoops.net. The Fighting Knights are, is, uh, it's, the coach told me they're South Lafouche uh, uh, kids. They have a couple of teams. I, I thought he said like 9 and 10, 11 and 12 uh, year olds. They're going to Dallas. They were trying to collect uh they can't take money from the internet but they were taking donations at the door I, I helped them out and as i was helping them out several people and thank you to all the shoppers at rouse's for stopping and making a donation and to, to hopefully allow those kids to to, to get a dream you know oh, yeah. achieve a goal to to, to, to go out of state and and play big time basketball. So, uh, you know, tarpon basketball, it, it, it all starts at that level, you know, Biddy, your involvement with Biddy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I wasn't familiar with, uh, fighting nights, uh, basketball teams, but uh, again, I learned a lot yesterday and my wallet's a little lighter <laughs> when your heart gets in the way. <laughs> I got fussed when I got home, but anyway, uh, I made my donation. But I, I, I want people to try to help these these kids and, and their team, their 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 goals. They you know they they have to stay in hotels and what have you for transportation. They also have to eat. But uh, we we want to wish them good luck and hopefully their coach may call in. I gave them the call in number, but uh, the Fighting Knights and I, I did ask. I said, "Is this a South Lafouche uh, uh, base uh, organization?" And uh, according to him, uh, they, they may be part of a big organization, but there is uh, a couple of teams from this area participating. So, good luck, Fighting Knights from. Uh, play-by-play, uh, the Raging Cajun, and ESPN 100.3. So, all right, sounds good. Well, thank right. you so much for that. If they give us a shout, we'll be happy to talk to them. And we've got all kinds of high school baseball to talk about with you all today. The South Lafouche Tarpons are now 7-0. and They beat North Lake Christian 11-1 in Game 1, 2 to nothing in Game 2, 8-7 to 
rally from multiple runs behind, walk off in the bottom of the seventh inning. They get to 7-0. and Oh, boy, what a start What a start to the year for them. South Terrebonne, guess what? They are 7-0. and They got a sweep over the weekend, beat the Willow School 20 to nothing. beat East Ascension 4-2, beat Lorville 7-2. Great start to the year for them. Morgan City playing some good baseball. They're now 6-2. Morgan City gets a 20-3 win over Franklin over the weekend. They stay hot. Ellender drops one to Kaplan over the weekend, but they beat Northside 13-0. They're now 5-2. Assumption, 7-2. They get a 2-3 victory, series victory over West Feliciana. They're now 7-3 on the year. Assumption playing some good baseball. Vanderbilt at their home tournament, four games in three days. They go 3-1. They beat Hanson Memorial, beat the Willow School, beat Central Private, lose just to Thibodeau. They only lost to a local team. Our local 4A district. Let me tell you guys the records in our local 4A district, and then we'll dive into our 5A district and 3A and so on. South Lafouche is 7-0. South Terrebonne is 7-0. Lutcher is 8-1. So you do that math there. That's 22-1. Morgan City, 6-2. That's 28-3. My apologies if the math gets loose. I'm doing it all on the fly. Ellen, they're 5-2, so 33-5. Assumption, 7-3, so 40-8. Vanderbilt five and five. That's forty-five and thirteen is the record right now of our local four A district. That's unbelievable. That is absolutely ridiculous. That's unbelievable. And then we dive into five A. Oh yeah, five A. It ain't any different, bro. Over the weekend, Central Lafouche undefeated at the Pat Parrot tournament. They beat St. Thomas Aquinas two to one. Beat Lorville five to four. Beat Central Private nine to six. They're now seven and two. HL Bourgeois. Get some wins over the weekend. They beat St. James. They beat Homa Christian. They're 5-2. We go down the list. Hanville 6-3. They had some tough ones over the weekend. They lost to Lakeshore and Fountain Blue. That's some of the best teams in the state. They're 6-3. Destrehan, 5-3. Terrebonne, 6-4. Destrehan over the or excuse me, Terrebonne over the weekend at the Pad Parrot Tournament goes 3-1. They beat East Ascension. They beat Albany. They beat Lorville. They lose to St. Thomas Aquinas. They're 6-4. East St. John is 3-3. Three and three. Their team is usually lacking. It's usually getting blown out by everybody. They're 3-3. Three and three. Thibodeau's 4-4. Four and four. Over the weekend, they go 3-0 and oh at the Pat Parrott Tournament. Beat Vanderbilt, beat Albany, beat St. Thomas Aquinas. Thibodeau's losses on the season is to a 7-1 Bruley team, to a 6-0 Catholic of Baton Rouge team, to a 7-2 Live Oak team, to a 7-0 South Terrebonne team. Yeah, they lost some games. They're losing games to the behemoths of the state of Louisiana. Go to 3A. Tell you how our teams did over the weekend. I could tell you in 3A, it was a little bit of a bumpy road. E.D. White took some on the chin this weekend. E.D. White, over the weekend, loses two out of three against Ascension Catholic. They win the opener 17-12, then lose a 5-3 ball game, then a 5-4 ball game. So Coach Cassard and Ascension Catholic actually win that series. Berwick plays well over the weekend at their own tournament. They beat CCA. They beat Central Catholic. They beat New Iberia. Patterson is 5-5, five and five. St. James is 2-5, and five. Donaldsonville is 0-3. Oh we go down to AA, Homa Christian School, or I guess you would say Division Three, right? Because technically they're not AA. Homa Christian's 3-5 on the season. They're brutally young, but they're also picking on some bullies that aren't in their own size, right? Homa Christian's 3-5. Of the five losses, they lost to 5A Terrebonne. They lost to 5A HL Bourgeois. They lost to 5A Southside. They lost to 5A HL Bourgeois again. And then they lost to Country Day. Over the weekend, Homa Christian School falls to Bourgeois 8-6. to 
Then Covenant Christian Academy is the last team that we'll talk about because it's the last local team of interest. They are 4-5 and five on the season. They got a big win over the weekend against uh, New Iberia High School. CCA uh, beats them 19-9. to They also, over the weekend, lost to Berwick and then defeated Central Catholic of Morgan City. And again, 4-5, and five, so you're saying, oh, well, maybe that's one of the teams in the area that's lacking. They lost to Rummel. Central Lafouche twice, that's two 5A schools. Assumption, who's 7-3 and three and is a state power. And Berwick, who's 5-3, and three, who's a state power. So our local teams are either winning or they're losing to the best. And the weekend was another indication when you got South Central and Thibodeau all going 9-0 and combined. And then you got E.D. White, you top that off, they lose two out of three. So you're, it's a 10-2 and two weekend for Lafouche over the weekend. 10-2 and two weekend. Also, over the weekend, we had Vanderbilt bowing out in the boys' basketball playoffs. I'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. They fall to Shaw. Shaw moves on to the top 28. We also had some girls' basketball results as we crowned state champions over the weekend. Michaela Williams showed why she's the best player in America, showed why she is going to change the LSU women's basketball program for the better, even though the LSU women's basketball program is already incredible. Michaela Williams did unbelievable things for Parkway leading them to the championship. Just all that and so, so much more. Let's catch a break when we get back out of the break. We're going to chat with Coach Brian Colley. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay and Terrio to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay and Terrio at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Here's Pastor Rick with a special message. Hi everybody, this is Pastor Rick Warren. Would you like to live an extraordinary life? 
one where you make a lasting contribution that serves God and blesses others, a life where you use all your skills and abilities and talents to pursue your dreams? Well, guess what? God wants you to live that life. In fact, he created you to live a life of significance as you pursue the dream he's placed in your heart. That's why I've written a new book called Created a Dream, the six phases God uses to grow your faith. It explains the process that God uses to deepen your faith as he moves you step by step closer to your dream. You can go to pastorrick.com dream and you can get the first chapter there. Thank you so much. I love you. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Jiskler here, and we're joined now on the phone lines by South Lafouche Athletic Director Coach Brian Colley, who's on the line for his usual Monday morning interview with us here on Play by Play. Coach, what's good, man? How are we doing today? Morning, doing well. Hope you're doing well. Ooh, I've uh, had a rough couple of <laughs> couple of days, and you, you know that, and others that do not know that are going to find out in the W's and the L's what I'm talking about. Um it's been a fun week at school. Uh, South Lafouche baseball is now 7-0. and They get a big weekend sweep over North Lake Christian. Softball program is playing better. They get a couple of wins last week. Boy, it's great to see, man. Let's talk with that, about that Tarpon baseball team. You're 7-0, and fresh off of replacing just about your entire roster. That's great work, man. Big, big-time stuff from Coach Gitros and his team. They had to fight. On Saturday, they didn't play their best. They had to fight. They had to overcome errors. They had to overcome a scrappy team. But there's something to say about finding a way to win. That That's exactly right. They're finding a way to win. Uh, early on in the season, the ball was bouncing their way to get some breaks, which throughout the season you're going to need some of these breaks. And they getting the breaks, but they are taking full advantage of it when they do get these breaks. So uh, they're doing a great job to start the season off. And, uh, season's going to get a little, little, you know, tough when you get into district play and when you start playing these local teams. Because uh, I mean, uh, baseball's loaded in our area this year. So uh, when these teams start playing each other, it'd be some great high school baseball games. But right now, the Tarpons are, are doing what they have to do to get the victory. And so far, seven and zero, you can't get any better than that. You know what's what's crazy, and I talked about this in the first segment of the show. You win three. Thibodeau wins three, Central Lafouche wins three all over the weekend, and E.D. White loses two out of three to Ascension Catholic. Just the Lafouche schools went 10-2 and two this weekend, and the two losses were close one-run losses to an Ascension Catholic team that's going to be in Sulphur. And I know we keep harping on it, and people are probably tired of hearing it, but this is what's happening right now is something that's never happened in this area before, man. Like I, I just want people to understand and realize that this level and this depth of success where all of the teams are going to make the playoffs, that's never happened before. Yeah, and, and look, early on in the season, people are going to, they're going to try and nitpick a bunch of things, and they're going to say, well, these teams are, aren't really playing good competition. It, it doesn't matter, really. I mean, look, the pitchers for the Tarpons are throwing strikes. They're not making errors. 
they're hitting the ball. They're executing, I mean, uh, suicide squeeze, play, squeeze plays. So, yeah, your opponent may matter at times, but they're doing the right things, throwing strikes, getting people out. And in the meantime, this young team is getting confidence. So watch out later on in the season if this team can start, you know, keep getting better and better and more and more confident. They can be a team that can uh, make some noise. All right, so the big news, man. Uh, well, you know what? Before I tell you about the big news, which I'm you know about already, but let's talk one more high school question first before I jump the gun. Vanderbilt Catholic loses in the quarterfinals of the boys' basketball playoffs against Shaw. That was as wild of a high school environment as I have ever seen. You could not have fit another human being into the door. The only space in that gym that was clear and open and free was the court area. Everything else was swamped with people at the end of the day Johnson the guard for Shaw was just a little bit too good he scored I think 27 28 points the Terriers fought just couldn't convert down the stretch enough couldn't slow them down enough but boy that's a youthful Vanderbilt team they're going to be back in that spot and it was scary to see because look facing a, a really really talented Shaw team even as young as they are even as inexperienced as they are they still battled them and still barely lost that was a very good showing and a great season for a team that is going to be around for a while. Yeah, a uh, great season for Vanderbilt. And look, Shaw has been there before. They were in this spot last year, and it makes a difference. These Terriers were a little young. They weren't, you know, there before. So it, you, you got to tip your hat to Vanderbilt for getting to that third round. But Shaw was just a little bit too much experience, a little bit too much Johnson and uh, you can't hang your head. You get to the third round with a young team, so uh, watch out next year for these Terriers. Yeah, I agree with that. Now let's talk about the big news. The New Orleans Saints signed Derek Carr to a four-year contract today. <clears throat> I have not seen any contract figures in terms of money amounts, but I'm getting the belief or the thought or the idea that it's probably going to be pretty high just in that why wouldn't Carr wait to see what the Jets are going to do? So it leads me to believe New Orleans probably gave him an offer that he couldn't refuse. What are your thoughts? He's now the New Orleans Saints quarterback for the foreseeable future. They're going to now release Jameis Winston. Saints got their guy. I don't know if it's the right guy, but we're going to find out soon enough. Yeah, uh, uh, he's their guy. He's my guy now. I wasn't. Uh, look, it, it all comes down to money. It, it, why give the guy what he was asking for? It was ridiculous, but. I'm sure it was close enough for him to take it, but now he's a New Orleans Saint. I'm a pull for him, and hopefully they can get some pieces around him where uh, make his job a little bit easier. But look, this guy can throw the football. Uh, he has a good touch on the long ball, so hopefully uh, Saints can get some speed and try and uh, break the top of these defenses that they're playing. Maybe can open up the run game a little for him. But I'm uh, I'm going to support him now, I guess, and see what they can do but you know just uh we'll see what's going to happen on the draft if they're going to take another quarterback or uh if, if you know you get caught with a four-year contract i believe it was yeah uh, it depends you know now you, you may have the luxury of waiting until maybe next year if it's a better quarterback group coming out to to get your your future quarterback car is going to be like a little bridge quarterback i guess for four years then hopefully the Saints can get someone early and develop them for when uh, Corey eventually does leave that they can get their future quarterback. 
I'm going to do a whole segment on this, but just kind of a preview of what I'm going to talk about in that segment. To me, it 100% depends on what they're paying him. Because look, is he an upgrade from Andy Dalton? Yeah, probably so. The stats last year weren't very good, but he's, I mean, he's younger. He's got a bigger arm. He could do more things. Here's the concern, bro. In the last three years, he's fumbled the ball 35 times and thrown 28 interceptions. So, like, he does turn it over a lot, and that's the reason why Las Vegas kind of got tired of, you know, some of the shenanigans is that he does put the ball in bad situations at times, which is okay if you're paying a dude $25 million a year. When you start getting the 40, 45, 50 million, that's when, like, to me, it's purely going to come down to what are they paying this guy and how easy is it going to be if it doesn't work out to release him? Because that's the thing in the NFL. All these contracts are non-guaranteed unless if you give them all a bunch of guaranteed money. The Broncos would love to get rid of Russell Wilson right now. They can't. It's All of his contracts guaranteed. All those little details, to me, are going to determine how I feel about this. Yeah, and look, if he can come in and just manage the game for the Saints and don't go out and try and win it yourself, and um, his turnovers may come down a little bit, and hopefully that can happen. And I know you're not going to be – well, you really don't care what the Saints, but your boy, uh, there's talk that Michael Thomas may uh, still end up coming back uh, with the Saints. Which is a mistake, in my opinion. Yeah, look, <laughs> he hasn't played the last two or three years. So uh, why you want to roll the dice on him again? But I think uh, they may do it with a contract that's going to be incentive-based big time where, uh, you know, you don't get out on the, on the field – uh, you're not going to get paid as much. If you can come and produce, you'll get more money. But uh, we'll, we'll see. But I don't know how good uh, he can be in the locker room after what he did the last two and a half, three years. Brother, I got to ask you this, man. Southland Conference Tournament starts today. I would be out there right now if not for some things that I had to experience over the weekend. More about that later in the show. But I got to tell you this. The reason why I'm asking you this, your UNO privateers, I know your buddies with Coach Slesh, they have turned things around in a big way. They were near the bottom. They were at the bottom for a while, got some key pieces back. They look like they're as good as anyone in the league right now. They got a decisive conference tournament win yesterday. It's going to be tough to win four games. There's no doubt about that. The way that that bracket is set up, it favors the teams that have the better records. But I was watching last night on ESPN Plus, watching them beat Houston Christian by 21, thinking to myself, this might be the team playing the best basketball right now. And if you look at the schedule, they've won five of six. They've beaten several of the top teams. They've beaten several of the top teams on the road. They're rolling right now, man. I wouldn't be shocked if they made a run. Yeah, look, they, they ought to get their, their guard back. Uh, he can light it up, man. That, that just opens up things on the inside for him even more. I think they picked up their defense last night. They got some turnovers and scoring in transition. And you're right, as a team that's playing some great basketball right now, if if they can continue shooting the ball well from the outside, keep that defensive intensity up, and that's going to be tough to do four games in a row if they can get that far. I know they got a tough one tonight, but um, hopefully they can do some damage and get another victory tonight. And uh, their big guy is playing physical on the inside. That helps a lot. So hopefully, uh, you know, Celeste and all can, uh, can keep it rolling and at least win a couple more games. No doubt, bro. Thanks so much for the time. Have a great rest of the day, partner. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
Yep, that is Coach Brian Colley with South Lafouche High School. By the way, I, I just misspoke, and I want to clarify. Like, if I'm going to over here be talking trash and stuff and downplaying somebody's stats, I want to make sure I get them right. I said that Carr fumbled like 30-something times in three years. That's not right. I was looking at the wrong stat category. He's fumbled eight times in the last three years. I was looking at the amount of times that he ran for a first down, and I just got my stats mixed up. But it doesn't change the fact that he has thrown 37 interceptions in the last three years to go with the eight fumbles. So that's 40-something times in three years that he's put the ball in a dangerous situation. But I just wanted to clean up my stats there before someone yelled at me and, oh, you're a hater. Uh, yeah, I guess kind of, right? But <laughs> at the end of the day, I do want to make sure that I got my numbers right while being a hater, so to speak. Um, but look, no, all kidding aside, for me, the car situation is going to come down to what he's being paid. If he's reasonably paid, if he's being paid as a middle-tier quarterback, which is what he is, then, hey, this is a home run. The problem in the NFL is that middle-tier quarterbacks tend to get paid at the highest tier, and then you get stuck. And I I can't fuss the Saints altogether on this because, as I've said often on this show, the team that I root for right now is stuck. The Cowboys are in that spot. They're paying a middle-tier quarterback high-tier money, and their roster will never be good enough to win at the highest level because their quarterback's not capable of carrying an inferior roster unlike some of the best players in the sport. So that's my my concern is what are you paying them? And I'm just worried that that number's going to be high just based on the timing of this all, right? Because he did have a market. The Panthers were interested. The Jets were interested. Why didn't he wait for to see what the Jets were going to do? And to me, the answer to that is based on New Orleans coming late last night saying, all right, bro, let's get serious, and likely offering him a number that's going to make some people uncomfortable. And that's where I would start to have exception with this. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'll do a, whole, a full segment on that later in the show. It's play-by-play. Play. Let's catch a break when we get back. We're going to be chatting with Coach Matt Pollitt of E.D. White. His team's off to a strong start to the year. We'll be right back after this. Hi, my name is Reggie Ladey. I am running for the Greater Lafourche Port Commission, CE. I'm number one on the ballot. With 31 years of experience in the oil and gas industry, from the drilling rigs in the Gulf of Mexico to managing one of the largest shore bases in Port Fouchon, I am a proven leader and focused on our future. I humbly ask you, my constituents of the 10th Ward, for your vote on March 25th with early voting beginning March 11th through the 18th, paid for by the Regular Day Campaign Fund. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, 
Rose and Thibodeau. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Justclair here. We're going to be joined on the phone lines one more time. We're going to make a trip out to E.D. White. We're going to have their baseball coach, Coach Plitt, on the line now. Coach, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Good afternoon. How y'all doing? Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Look, it's been a good start to the year for your team. I've gotten a bunch of early season wins over the weekend. It was a little bit tough. You'd lose two out of three against a really good Ascension Catholic team. Talk about the way the guys are playing so far, man. Super proud of them. They've uh, they really bought into all the coaches that are here so far, and it's just it's been exciting. Uh, like you said, played some challenging games this weekend. Just got to clean up a few little things, but overall, super proud of the guys at this point. Tell me about that because uh, you know it was important, I think, to get off to a strong start. You know, year one, you know that the, the guys want to see right away. Hey, like things are gonna gonna work out for us. So talk about that. You know, it looks like you guys are swinging it really well, pitching it really well. Well, what are some of the things that you like most about what you're seeing right now? For sure, um, I think it just it was. I think it was really important to them just to um, just to go out there and just play for each other. And I think they've done that. And coaches, as our coaching staff, kind of set those expectations, and they've done, like I said, they've done nothing but just you know embrace them, and they've done a really good job up to this point. It looks like, uh, you know seeing some of the stats of the games and everything that you guys got some guys that could really hit it and really go gap to gap and, you know, run the base as well. Once they're on base, just talk about the importance of applying that pressure, man, and really making things difficult for the defense and the pitcher that you're facing. For sure. I think, uh, I think as, as all the coaches came in and just kind of sitting down with the kids, just showing them how, what, you know, the expectations of what we really wanted to do and what they're, I mean, these guys are capable of, of anything at this point. Um, like you said, applying the pressure, the whole game plan was to use, utilize what, what tools we have, and they've been doing a really good job of doing that. And just like I said, playing as a team is the, is the number one thing right now. What were some of the things that you guys could have maybe uh, done better to to flip those close results around against Ascension Catholic? What were some things that they did that maybe bothered you all? 
I think it was really good playing, uh, you know, playing Ascension Catholic. They're a really tough team. Uh, really nice playing them early on in the season. We do have some young guys mixed in with older guys, and just to see that level of competition and when pressure got put on. Um, but, you know, in, in order, just some things to fix, just minor cleanups, running bases better, but, you know, fielding a ground ball when there's some pressure. But those things will come, and these guys have just – they bought into it, and they didn't. Uh, they didn't even blink when it happened. Finished the game, and they flushed it, and we just keep moving on. It's going to be a big challenge tomorrow for your team taking on Rumble. That's a prestigious five A program. They're going to have some big arms. They're going to have some big bats. It's going to be a big test for your team. Talk about some of the things you guys are expecting to see tomorrow out in the city. Uh, toughness. It's going to be toughness, and uh, I told the guys just you know come with some some grit and put our head down and go to work. We won't look at the scoreboard till the game's over, but not only Tuesday, but the rest of the week when we end up playing uh, Holy Cross, John Curtis, Newman, and Rummel again. So, Wow, yeah, so you guys are going to that Curtis tournament and you just listed the opponents. That's a who's who, man. Talk about that. Uh, you know, on the one hand, you know, hey, it's a great PowerPoint opportunity. If you win some of those games, man, it'll be great for the team. On the other hand, one way or another, you're going to figure out in the next, you know, seven, eight days, hey, here are the things that we've got to fix before playoff baseball later on, man. That's going to be a good test for your team, and I'm sure you guys are really looking forward to it. For sure. I mean, like I said, playing the Ascension Catholic team early and playing this this tournament kind of early, um, it, 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 it does a lot of uh, good things for you. Just, you know, gr growth as your team, seeing good pitching, seeing good hitting, seeing guys that are, you know, going D1 level. And you're seeing it almost every other day this week. So only option you have really is, like I said, put your put your head down, go to work, don't worry about the scoreboard, and uh, that's all we can really do. Coach, I, I talked about this earlier in the show. Just looking sheerly at Lafouche Parish right now, and I'm not even going to expand to Terrebonne because, you know, we, we could talk about all those teams out there too. South Lafouche is 7-0. and Central Lafouche is 7-2. and you guys are six and two. Thibodeau's four and four, but the four losses have come against you know Catholic of Baton Rouge and South Terrebonne and all the best of the best. In Terrebonne Parish, you know the Gators are rolling. Terrebonne High is rolling. CCA is going to be really good. Bourgeois playing well. Ellender's playing well. I'm not seeing anything like this. And I know you're not from here, so maybe it's a little bit different. But boy, every one of these local games that these teams play, it's going to be against an elite opponent. Man, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's. It's just awesome. It's awesome being around, being around it, and it's it's really good for the area, and it's it's just it's incredible to see, and you know, and I didn't think uh, last year we were too far off from it, and this year I think as you know, as you said, it parishes and even terrible parish, it's really coming together. So, in terms of pitching, man, you guys, you just told me you guys got to play a lot of games this week against really talented teams. Are you going to learn about your pitching depth this week, man? I know that you told me in the preseason, hey, I like uh, – we got a lot of guys that could throw strikes, and you're really happy about that. Well, it's going to be a big, big test this week. Are you guys looking forward to seeing what you got there? For sure. Uh, get, getting being able to see everybody on the mound is, is going to be really good, and getting some guys that haven't thrown as much as the others will be you know, good experience, a good playing time for them. We've got about 14 guys lined up right now that can throw this week, so – Hoping that can cover it. If not, we'll have to dig a little deeper. Tell me about this, man. Is, is you guys are in a unique situation where there are some baseball players in your program who are doing another sport in the spring. Like you guys got some baseball slash track guys. Talk about that juggling act, man. I saw the other day. It looked like you guys had a 
a guy who played a game and then ran in a track meet in the same day. Like you guys are sharing them. Talk about the, you know that juggling act that you guys are trying to pull off. Definitely. I mean, when you get to school and you're not as big or have as many kids, it's not uncommon to share too many kids. But I do have three guys that went and ran uh, track after the Friday or after the Thursday game against Ascension Catholic, and they they won in both events they ran in. So, I mean, it's just awesome. It's incredible to have kids that can do that. Glad that they're able to do that and enjoy both. Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, look, my friend, we thank you so much for the time. Good luck this week, brother. We'll chat again soon, okay? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yep, that is Coach Plitt with EDY doing a very nice job. His team is off to a strong start to the year. Telling you now, Cardinal fans, no matter what happens this week, you've got a good club. You're about to go and face the best that the state has to offer. When you start messing with Rummel and John Curtis and Holy Cross, and I'll be honest with you, I tell it to you like it is, right? I'll be honest with you, you're not going to win every one of those games. And there may be stretches where you lose multiple games in a row in that stretch, but that's okay. Those are not going to be bad losses if they happen PowerPoint-wise, and they're going to get your team better. They're going to get your team ready. And, um, yeah, I think that that, that'll be a big week for E.D. White, and I can't wait to see how it shakes out. Let's catch a break when we get back. We have the financials. We have the Derek Carr financials. Uh, They're a little steep. I'll break this down for you in the next segment of the show. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick commercial timeout. I'm Dean Saba, candidate for Great Lafourche Commission CD. A lifelong resident of the 10th Ward, retired from the Lafourche Parish Sheriff's Office in 2021 with 37 years of law enforcement. My first goal is to increase the depth of Bell Pass Channel. This will diversify the port, creating jobs and good-paying salaries for all people in our community. Growing opportunities will provide a better quality of life for our residents. Please vote for me on March 25th, paid for by the Dean Sabwa Campaign Fund. While inventory is growing, prices are dropping at Golden Motors. Come to Golden Motors and check out the new 2023 Chevrolet Silverado with all new technology and improved great fuel economy. Whether you're looking to tow your boat or camper or if it's just you for your daily commute, the comfort and towing capability is there for you. Check out the new 2023 Chevrolet Silverado at Golden Motors, 15101 Highway 3235 and Cutoff, the back road, 325-1000. Chevy, find new roads. Price is priority. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients, offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets with cages and certified safety slings for easy maneuvering. Also, holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Visit Joe's Septic at Vis com.net energize your business with bayou black electric supply in homa when you're elbow deep in a job the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies bayou black electric will deliver your items to the job site there's daily scheduled service throughout south louisiana lafouche terrebonne morgan city new iberia and lafayette plus the river parishes too if you need parts call bayou black electric supply 985-223-8807 highway 311 in homa 
Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. I told you guys that my opinion on the Derek Carr situation would be based on how he was being paid, how much he was being paid. And we have that contract number and he's being overpaid. Like I speculated earlier in the show, like why wouldn't he wait for the Jets? I told you it's because the Saints offered him an amount that was likely too much to pass up. That looks like it's actually the case. It's a four-year, $150 million deal for Derek Carr and and that's just that's just too much. That's just too much. Look, if you're New Orleans, I get it, you had to have a quarterback. And he is probably the best available quarterback that could compete next season. But the name of the game in the NFL is to get to the mountains. And New Orleans today paid a lot of money to buy a tree that doesn't grow high enough to see the mountains. And that's a mistake. I, The people on Twitter, the, the, the homers, they're roaring. Oh, it's a bad division. You got to go all in. It's a bad division. For what? So you could be 8-9 and, and lose in the first round of the playoffs? For what? I would have been okay if Carr would have gotten closer to a 25 to $30 million deal, a million dollar a year deal. And when you start talking 38, 39, $40 million a year, that's too much. I'm going to read you the stats for Carr and Andy Dalton side by side. I'm going to read you the stats. Last year, if my Andy Dalton stats will pull up, last year, Andy Dalton had 18 touchdown passes. Didn't play the full year. Didn't even start a lot of the games because Winston had that job early in the season. Andy Dalton had 18 touchdown passes. Carr had 24. Okay? So advantage Carr there, even though Dalton only played 14 games and Carr played 
all but one. Andy Dalton last year, completion percentage, 66.7. Carr, 60.8. Advantage, Dalton. Yards per attempt, Andy Dalton, 7.6 yards per attempt. Derek Carr, 7.0. Advantage, Andy Dalton. Touchdown to interception ratio. Dalton had 18 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. That's an exact 2-for-1 ratio. Carr, 24 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. That's closer to 1.5, 1.6-to-1 ratio. Advantage, Dalton. Quarterback rating, Andy Dalton, 95.2. Derek Carr, 86.3. Advantage, Dalton. So you're spending... Four, five, six times the Andy Dalton money for a guy who is going to give you Andy Dalton numbers. And that's where I take exception to this. Because I'm all for an upgrade. I'm all for trying something else at the right price. And I think that this was just not the right price for New Orleans. Core last season had all the recipe, all of the winning ingredients in Las Vegas and couldn't figure it out. And I'm not talking about wins and losses because, yes, Las Vegas did have a very difficult division, a very difficult conference. The fact that they struggled to win games is a byproduct of that. But statistically, they should have been better. You had the leading rusher in the NFL. You had Devontae Adams. You had a Super Bowl winning play caller, a guy who has more rings on his fingers from calling plays than almost anyone else in the history of the sport. Why couldn't you make it work with that? So that's my nervousness about this, right? It's not about, well, did you upgrade? Did you? Of course, you probably upgraded. Carr's got a little bit of a bigger arm. He's younger, fresh blood, new life. Even though Dalton had a better season than Carr did last year, It is probably an upgrade. I could concede that. But it's not an upgrade like fans are making it out to be where you're going from McDonald's chicken nuggets to Ruth Chris steak. But you're now paying Ruth Chris steak money for something that is only going to slightly be better than McDonald's chicken nuggets. That's my problem. That's my problem with this. Now, I will say this on the flip side to that. The only positive that I could see, well, there's not the only, I shouldn't say the only positive, but the biggest positive that I could see with this Derek Carr signing news for New Orleans is this. Now it is guaranteed that when, and you notice I say when and not if, when New Orleans is not a contender again next year, Dennis Allen will now get fired at the end of next season. 100%. That's now locked in. Dennis Allen has to win next season, and he has to win a lot. And when that doesn't happen, he is now going to get fired, which is how you truly move this franchise forward, in my opinion. Because if they had taken the different approach, and if they had gotten a Baker Mayfield, if they had gotten a rookie in the draft, they could have said and used the expression, we're rebuilding, we're tanking, we're trying to get the next guy. And that would have likely bought Allen some time. 
That ain't happening anymore. You bring in a high-dollar, high-priced quarterback, you better win and you better win this coming season. And when that doesn't happen, it'll be the end of Dennis Allen's tenure. There's no more excuses. There's no more, oh, we're fighting injuries, everybody's hurt. There's no more, oh, we got Andy Dalton, he's not any good. Oh, it's the first year, guys need to learn. There's no more of that. You have to win, and you have to win right now. There are a lot of reaction, a lot of response on social media. It seems to be right down the middle. Some fans are super excited, super jacked up. I can make the argument that those people would be super excited and super jacked up no matter who the Saints sign, no matter what the Saints do because they're loyal to a fault. They'll drink the Kool-Aid no matter what the team does. They could have signed Jamarcus Russell today to a contract and they would be celebrating, oh, he's got potential, much the same way that they were saying, oh, Jameis Winston has potential when they signed him, despite me and everyone with sense looking at this and saying, Jameis Winston is a clown. That was never going to work out. And it guess what? It didn't. So now all the contrarians, the people who are quote-unquote labeled as haters, are now telling you again, this car thing is too expensive. I'm not sure how this is going to work. And instead of looking at it objectively and saying, yeah, you're probably right. That's probably too expensive. That's probably too steep for a guy who really has never won anything before, who turns over the ball a lot, who's kind of become inaccurate last season. That's probably too much. Instead of saying that and being objective about it, they're going to vilify the people who are trying to be realistic. Oh, you're a hater. No, it's not that you're a Kool-Aid-sipping fan who's unable to see the trees from the forest. It's not that. It's that I'm a hater, right? Me, the same guy who told you Jameis Winston wasn't going to work out. Me, the same guy who told you Dennis Allen wasn't going to work out. Yeah, it's not y'all that are wrong every time, right? It's me that's wrong. It's I'm the hater. You know, me and Damien and our little uh, Saints cult that we that we make fun of the Saints on social media, we're the ones that are wrong. We're the haters. We got to change the way that we do things, even though we're right 99 times out of 100 when forecasting this team. Oh, yeah, and the Pelicans too, mind you. Um, so it puts a lot of pressure on Dennis Allen now. My little soapbox rant about my social media friends aside, it puts a lot of pressure on Dennis Allen. You better get it right. You better get this right, and you better win. And I'm not talking about winning the division going 7-10. and You better win the division going 11-6, and or else you're going to be a defensive coordinator in 2024. It's just that simple. That margin for error, that room, those room for excuses, that goes away. And I think that that's the most positive thing about this for New Orleans, is that now one way or another, the coach is either going to shut me up or he's going to be led to the door. And one way or another, you're going to find out definitively if it's the right guy at the top making the decisions. And he, who knows? He may prove me wrong. They may go 13-4. They may go 12-5. and five, In which case, I'll be the first one to say I was wrong. But if they go 7-10, and 10, it's adios, out the door. 6-11, and 11, you're out the door. 8-9 and nine even, you're out the door. You've got to win, and you got to win big now. What are you going to do about Michael Thomas? That's the next thing. He's super happy. He's super excited. He said something to the extent of thank God on Twitter because God knows he's always on Twitter, right? There's never a second in the day that that man is not on Twitter. What are you going to do about Michael Thomas now? I think bringing him back is a colossal mistake. I think he's a cancer to the locker room. I think that the locker room doesn't respect him since some of the things that have happened in recent years, since some of the fights or the fight that he had with uh, Gardner Johnson in practice, 
some of the things that he said about the organization and whatever it may be, out at the training staff, whatever it may be, I don't know that the team and the locker room want him back. He's played in 10 games in three years. This is the same argument that I have all the time with the Zion stands. Is that, yeah, in theory, in a vacuum, I could close my eyes right now and say, Michael Thomas, if healthy, fits this team. But the problem with that is that when we've seen three years of someone not ever being healthy, why should we then think that the next time we flip the calendar page over to football season, all of the injury issues are going to suddenly go away and everything that we've seen for the last three years will evaporate to dust? The 2019 version of Michael Thomas, who caught 149 passes for 1,700 yards, of course he helps the Saints. He would help any team in the history of the NFL. The problem is that in three seasons since that year, he's caught 56 passes for a little bit more than 600 yards, only three touchdowns in the last three seasons, and all he does on Twitter is bellyache and whine and cry and complain to me all day. So that's my concern. It's not about whether or not he could help. Sure, if he's right, he could help. My thing is that how many times do we have to see him not be right before we understand and accept that maybe the boat just has a hole in it and water's always going to come in? Same thing I say about Zion. Oh, he's incredible. He's a highlight reel. But he's never been healthy ever. Ever. Not at Duke. Not with the Pelicans, not this year, not last year, not the year before that. Never. So why is it that when he gets back from the hamstring injury that he's suddenly never going to be hurt ever again? That's not real life. And this Michael Thomas situation is not real life either. This idea that he'll come back next fall and he'll play 17 games and have no injury issues and be the player that he used to be, that's not real life. That's not realistic. That was six surgeries ago, bro. That's not how it works. So you got to figure out what you're doing with him. And I think the right thing to do for the sake of Derek Carr, who's going to have enough pressure on him as it is, the right thing to do is tell him, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Bye. We don't need you anymore. We've been playing without you now for three years. Bye. I'm tired of paying you to have you not play. Let's go get somebody who's actually going to contribute. The risk is not worth the reward because in the three games that he played this past year, guess what? He wasn't the same player. 16 catches for 171 yards in three games? That used to be a game and a quarter for Michael Thomas. He's not the same dude. If you take away what he did in the fourth quarter against the Falcons in the first week of the season, he did nothing in the three games that he played. So he played 12 quarters. He gave you one good quarter out of those 12, then got hurt, said he'd be back in a couple weeks, and then missed the rest of the season. Don't put yourself through that. I know what that's like. I was a Tracy McGrady fan, bro. Every year, oh, McGrady's back is fine. He's looking great. That was training camp. Then guess what? 15 games into the season, his back is shot and he's out for the year. Over and over and over and over. At some point, you got to stop the bleeding. Get him out. 
Build around Olave. I like this Rashid Shahid guy. Let's work around him. Let's go sign a guy. Let's draft a guy. You got to figure out your weaponry, especially knowing that Kamara is likely going to be suspended. You don't know what you got in Thomas. You're really young elsewhere. You've got to surround Carr with some pieces that he could succeed with. And I'm not willing to roll the financial dice on Michael Thomas. It's too expensive. You've been burned too many times. Been burned just too many times, and it's too expensive to keep playing that dangerous game, especially now that you got a $40 million a year quarterback, which means your salary cap leeway is now less than it's ever been. You can make a mistake or two when you got Andy Dalton at quarterback, but he's only making $10 million a year. When you've got a guy at quarterback making $37, $38 million a year, your room for error is much, much more narrow. And that's just the reality. I think that even the Saints fans who think that I'm a hater and who don't like my Saints segments, I think even we could find common ground and agree to that, is that now your your financial salary cap situation, you have no room for error. When you've got that big, high-paid quarterback, you've got to hit on every signing, you've got to hit on every draft pick, it leaves you no room to mess up. And I think that keeping Michael Thomas would be a quote-unquote mess up. Let's catch a break. When we get back, I'll give you the W's and L's for the weekend. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Chevrolet Suburban, Tahoe, Traverse, Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Trax. Looking for the room to haul your passengers and cargo area to fit your needs? Golden Motors has your SUV waiting for you. Come on in and check them out. Special APR as low as 2.9% for 60 months on 2023 Chevy Equinox. Hurry before it's gone. Chevy, find new roads. Golden Motors, 15101, Highway 3235, and Cutoff on the back road. 325-1000, price is priority. 2.9% APR with approval through GM Financial. See dealer for details. Celebrating 75 years in business. Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is a top-of-the-line police, 
fire and EMS supply store. As well as a great source for tactical and home defense needs, Tri-Parish Police Supplies is open to the public Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, and on Saturdays, 10 till 2. So stop in at Tri-Parish Police Supplies on Highway 311 today. For more info, call 985-873-9989. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Time for our W's and L's here on Play by Play. Casey Justclair here. Hope you guys are enjoying your Monday. Got a lot of text messages, and you know, I give you Saints fans credit. A lot of you folks are actually agreeing with what I'm saying about Derek Carr is that you guys are as nervous as I am. That's a lot of money. Um, it's a lot, a lot of money and a big financial investment. But we'll see how it goes. It may end up working out way better than what we realized. Look at the end of the day, Drew Brees was a guy that a lot of folks was thought was, you know, overpaid and wasn't going to work out. Now, of course, his shoulder or, or elbow or whatever was was broken whenever he signed in New Orleans, and he was coming off of a major, major injury. Carr is not in that same situation, uh, but we'll see how it goes. Weekend W goes to the LSU baseball team. The LSU baseball team is doing everything that we thought that they might do um, in the preseason. They're 10-1. and one, and they absolutely have dominated their competition throughout the course of the year. With the exception of the one loss, they have pretty much blown out everyone that they played except for a midweek game against Texas last Tuesday. <clears throat> and they've gotten the program now back to where it always should have been. I was very critical of Paul Monero during his time at LSU. And this is the reason why. I thought it was unacceptable to be, unacceptable to be struggling against UNO in a midweek game. Unacceptable to be limping through a game with Toledo or losing a game to Air Force. and For what? You've got all of the best players, all the best pieces. And now Maneri guy misinterprets that and says, oh, you're being unrealistic. No one wins it all every year in college baseball. There's so much parity. That's never what we were saying. We were saying that, hey, look, you should just be better than what you are. LSU was a 50-50 bet under Monero to make the Super Regional. A 50-50 bet to be the 16th best team in the country. That's embarrassingly bad. Now they've gotten the program back where it needs to be. Over the weekend, they beat Butler 12-2. Beat Central Connecticut 26-4. Beat Central Connecticut 13-0. That's what it should be. When you face a cupcake, it should be a cupcake score. You should score 10-plus runs. They should score next to nothing, if not nothing, and you should win in seven innings. 
You have the biggest budget. You have all the best players. You have all the best resources. And that's the way it should be, point blank, period. I don't care about what other people on, on Facebook, oh, well, I play college baseball and you don't know how. No, bro. I understand enough about coaching to know that if you got, if every one of your starters would be the star player on their team, it's not unexpected or inexplicable for me to expect that team to win and to win by a lot. Come on now. Is it too much to ask for LSU to, to consistently beat Central Connecticut State? No. What happened over the weekend is what should happen. You play them twice and you beat them by a combined margin of 39 to 4. That's what should happen. I don't. I never understood why baseball got this pass of, oh, it's baseball jeepers by golly. It, it, it happens. If LSU football would consistently struggle against Wyoming in non-conference play, they would burn the stadium down. But yet baseball for years would get this random pass of, oh, it's jeepers, it's baseball. Crazy things happen in baseball. Be a break, man. Weekend L goes to my kidneys. I had my first experience with kidney stones over the weekend. To anyone who's ever had one, God bless you. That was the most painful thing that I have ever experienced. That is the reason why I am not in Lake Charles right now with the Nichols men's basketball team. Whew. Thank you, Lady of the Sea, and your emergency room department and everybody who tended to me. That wasn't good. That was not good. I was moaning and groaning. Ah, it was not good. I was in a lot of pain. I'm all well now. Thank you guys so much for the thoughts and the prayers. And I got a lot of messages when I tweeted that I was experiencing some kidney stone issues. That wasn't pretty. Weekend W goes to Nichols Baseball. They get a three-game series win over Memphis. Man, that's good stuff. When you start beating American Athletic Conference teams in three-gamers, that's good stuff. Coach Silva and his team are rolling. They've got good pitching. They've got good hitting. I like Nichols baseball, and I like Nichols baseball a lot, and they're really young, too. I think that's a team that's going to be in good position. And L goes to North Carolina. It's low-hanging fruit. They become really easy to pick on. It's inexplicable why North Carolina is as bad as they are this year. You're the national runners-up. You brought back everything. And you're so far away from contention in the NCAA tournament mix that you're not even on the first four out in bracketology. You're in the next four out. Like You're the sixth team in line to potentially get in. In life, I say this often, it's going to sound like a broken record to regular listeners. The biggest skill that you could have is the ability to tell yourself about yourself. North Carolina could have gotten anybody that they wanted, but that would have required change. That would have required doing it different than the quote-unquote Carolina way. So instead of getting Roy Williams, which was who retired, they hired the Sam's Choice version of Roy Williams, and now they're getting Sam Choice version of Roy Williams results. Much the same way that the Saints didn't hire someone outside of Sean Payton. They hired the Sam's Choice version of Sean Payton. Well, guess what? They too now are dealing with the same thing. You have to be willing to embrace something different. 
when Roy Williams is no longer there, instead of replicating and trying to have someone who was a clone of the man run the program, they should have looked outside and got the best guy available, period. Because if Hubert Davis were as good as Roy Williams, he would have already been a head coach. Big mistake from North Carolina. I, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to figure something out because if he can't win with this team, who's he gonna like? Why is next year's team gonna be any better? You're gonna lose all these guys to the NBA. You're gonna be less talented. Why would next year be any better? Weekend W goes to James Harden. James Harden newsflash is still really, really good. Really, really, really good. Over the weekend, he led the 76ers past the Bucks, snapping the the Milwaukee Bucks long winning streak. Harden went for 30-plus points, was a rebound away from a triple-double. If he would have been as cheap as Giannis, he would have thrown the ball to himself and cheaply gotten a triple-double. More about that, I guess, uh, at some other time. But the 76ers are a team that is capable of winning the entire Eastern Conference despite having less depth than the other powers in the Eastern Conference, and that's because of the dominance of Joel Embiid and James Harden together. On any given game, you could count on it. They're giving you 55, 60 points. They're giving you 18 to 20 rebounds. They're giving you 13 to 14 assists. When two guys are contributing that, it's not a whole lot of pressure on the other guys to perform. And the 76ers are in a great spot. Weekend L goes to John ja Morant. John ja Morant, let's have a talk, dude. What are you doing? John ja Morant has the entire world in his hip pocket. He's one of the best young players in the NBA. All you've got to do to make hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars is be civil and be decent. Over the weekend, and look, this actually kind of pisses me off a little bit, actually. Now, over the weekend, got seen with a gun at a nightclub. And he did apologize, right? But it was the most backhanded, insincere apology. Oh, uh, I got to check on my emotional and mental well-being. That's, that's spitting on people like me and others who have actually had emotional and mental health issues in the past. Ja, you, you ain't crazy. You were partying. You ain't going through stuff. You're rich, bro. Not to say that rich people can't have problems, so please... But you're at a nightclub, you're dancing, you're not distressed. You made a mistake and know that it's a trigger word in 2023 to say that your mistake is because of your mental health and it's a cheap way to get sympathy. You don't have mental health issues. You have a different M word issue. You have a maturity issue. A maturity issue. Anyone who constantly has their dad at every game at the age of 23 and their dad is like fighting Shannon Sharp at games and is running around. That's that AAU culture. That has poisoned the game forever. Anyone who has that, their kid is going to be, guess what? An entitled, spoiled brat. An entitled, diva, spoiled brat. My entire opinion on John Moran, and I'm, I'm still a fan of the way he plays, but my opinion of him as a human changed the night that I saw the stuff that happened over the Christmas holiday with Shannon Sharp. Because if you're a grown man and you've got your dad walking around and trying to fight people in the gym for you, that's AAU stuff. That's that's stuff you see in gyms around 
New Orleans at or at Lisa Park. That, that leave that stuff to Lisa Park Gym. That stuff shouldn't be happening in the NBA. It's embarrassingly bad. Weekend W goes to local high school baseball. I'm not going to rehash it. I already told you all the stats. Every one of our teams are good. Weekend L goes to the officiating in the Central Catholic of Morgan City quarterfinal playoff game. Central Catholic lost a hard-fought, close game. They're down by one with like 30 seconds left. Their star player drives to the lane and gets called for the worst charging foul that I have ever seen in my history following the sport. He just goes shoulder to shoulder with a defender. No separation, really not even really any contact. And the official winds it all the way up and gives that old-fashioned, old-school charge call, allowing Crescent City to get a 60-57 to win. I will post that on social media if I get permission from the Case family to do so. It was the worst call I've seen in a long, long time, and it cost them their season, unfortunately. L to the officials involved in that. If that's a quarterfinal playoff crew from your association, your association is bad. Weekend W goes to Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly got two big commitments in the next recruiting class from some prospects in Louisiana. And then said today of the nine-game SEC schedule, the thing that Nick Saban should have said. Nick Saban, of course, over the weekend, Oh, no, I don't want to play LSU every year. This is unbalanced. Oh, no, woe is me. No. Brian Kelly said, hey, we this is LSU, baby. We want to play the best teams in the country. Point blank, period. Nick, if you're scared, say you're scared. If you're scared, go to church. Brian Kelly's ready for you. And um, why wouldn't you want to play the best teams, man? Why wouldn't you want to? Especially knowing that the, the playoff is about to expand and one loss really is not going to hurt you anymore. Why wouldn't you want to play the best? And it all goes to the LSU women's basketball team. The LSU women's basketball team lost to Tennessee in the semifinals of the conference tournament. One game short of where a lot of folks thought that their ride was going to end. Tough go for the LSU team. And hopefully they could rebound and do much better in the NCAA tournament. That puts a pin in it for me right here on this segment. When I get back, I'll give you some betting picks. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. It's Ford Truck Month at Calvin Braxton Ford, now offering 60-month 0.9 APR on all 2022 F-150s with $2,000 off MSRP. Get a great deal on all 2022 Explorers with $2,000 off MSRP. The sporty 2022 Ford Edge has $4,000 off MSRP. So now's the time to buy. Test drive one today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 LA1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices. Offers good till April 3rd. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. 
Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had a hundred years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRose, and Thibodeau. Terrebonne General Health System is the largest healthcare resource in Southeast Louisiana, offering a high-tech and high-touch style of healing. World-renowned services include cardiology, women's health, cancer care, and a healthy lifestyle center. This is a true calling for all the physicians, nurses, and staff who make up our proud Terrebonne General family. We are here to provide healthcare for our community. To discover more, please visit tghealthsystem.com. Come on! Yeah! If you want it all back, jump to your feet right now! Oh! For the kingdom suffering violence, but the violent take it, take it by force! Welcome back to Play by Play. We've got one more segment to go, and it is going to be, as always, our betting pick segment. You guys are really going in on this Derek Carr stuff on Twitter, man, and I'm seeing a lot of the responses actually uh, negative. <laughs> um, Matt Moscona put a vomiting emoji for the contract details four years, $150 million. A lot of fans are very nervous about that contract figure. And look, man. I think it's fair to be excited, but I think it's also very fair to to be contrarian and say, man, I'm a little nervous about that number. Uh, so we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. But New Orleans is paying a lot of money to a guy who I'm not sure how much exactly he's going to actually move the needle despite being paid needle mover money. I like the Pacers plus seven tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers may be without Tobias Harris and P.J. Tucker. The Sixers are on the uh, in the middle of a long road trip. And they're kind of landlocked, right? They're going to be the three seed in the East. So I think that uh, they are not maybe necessarily playing as hard because they kind of know that they are where they are, even though they got a very gritty win on Saturday against the Bucks. So give me the Pacers plus seven. Seven for a home team. That's just a big number. I'll go with the Pacers to, uh, to uh, 76 to win, but the Pacers to cover that number. Today in the NBA, I also like... Um, uh, I like the Pels today, man. Plus five and a half at Sacramento. The Kings have a good record. I'm not all the way sold on the Kings, right? Like they've had a really nice season. They're 37 and 26. They're playing well. Uh, they've got some good pieces. I'm not all the way sold on them, right? Like I could easily see a team like the Lakers or the Warriors or whoever facing them in round one and just blowing them out. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just history. Maybe I'm just... 
not used to the Kings being in this spot, so I'm a little skewed. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just don't see it. Um, so I'm going to go the Pelicans plus five and a half in that one today. Conference tournament basketball action today. Out in Lake Charles. I'm going to go with Nichols to cover five against McNeese, though they're playing in Lake Charles. It's a road game. I just think the Colonels will have too much. I also think today in conference tournament action that you should take over 155 and a half for Southeastern and New Orleans. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be an entertaining back and forth game. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so I like the over in that one. I also like Gonzaga minus 14 over San Francisco. So those are the things that we like. Those are the, the picks that we want to make. And that wraps up today's show. We want to thank everybody for listening. Hope you guys have had a good time. Tomorrow, we're going to get Stan Gravois. I'm sure Stan's going to want to talk about this Derek Carr stuff. We're going to also continue to break down the results. I'm going to give you some softball updates tomorrow, right? I'm going to give you let you know what the records for our local softball teams are in tomorrow's show. And we'll keep that train rolling. I'll try to find out sometime this week what's going on over at Ellender with their football coaching search. Maybe get a timeline if they don't make a hire in the next couple of days. Maybe a timeline of when they expect to get that done. Casey, just going to wrap it up today's show. Have a wonderful rest of the day, guys. God bless. Enjoy this beautiful weather. We'll be back tomorrow. Y'all take care. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.